I, I get told that, so. Snipe. <laughs> and it's a result of your privilege. We will talk about the rest go. later. <laughs> we will go in. Radioactive! <laughs> Whoa! Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm back. I'm Aiden. Yeah, we know you missed me. We know you missed me and my insights. They did. They were. They didn't want to hear any more of Brad and like recording in his bathroom. No, Brad did an amazing job last week filling in. Thank you for that. And honestly, a very fitting episode for him to fill in because you guys spent like half an hour, forty five minutes. It's fair. one half hour, two half hour on the Chargers it's Vikings fair. game. I had a hard time with time management, but if, what are the you know the timing of Brad's team playing my team and him coming in for a sub? We had to talk about it a lot. One half hour, two half hour. Well, and Luke, there was baffling decisions in that game, like decisions there is, that were like. There is so much that went on in the NFL this past week. I'm not even going to take the time to butter the croissant. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to fucking waffle here. I'm going to jump right into it, okay? Because like last week we were heading into a Thursday night NFC North matchup between the resurgent Lions, who are getting all of the headlines, and we love them in the Dan Campbell. Uh, led team Ben Johnson their offensive coordinator is getting linked to the Bears head coaching job already love that and they went out there and they beat the reigning NFC North like number one team over like the last decade and they made them look Stalwart. pretty bad yeah. and Jordan Love looked crashed right back down to earth if it wasn't for a little bit of offensive explosion from the Green Bay Packers in the second half they would have been blown out because the first half was 27 to 3 and it didn't look good at all and Jordan Love was terrible they were basically feeding David Montgomery touchdowns in the red zone they were letting him touch it every time people are clamoring for the rookie Jameer Gibbs um there were moments in the second half like Romeo Dobbs looked okay at times but like I didn't see much out of Christian Watson other than the wide open touchdown he had on the sideline of the end zone where he bobbled it. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't think that this Packers team is going to be competing for a playoff spot, but I think Jordan Love might be playing just average enough to lock them into a purgatory situation, the likes of which the Bears have had to experience for a long time, where you're not quite bad enough at the position that you need to move on, so you just keep trailing it along. You know what I mean? I, I feel I like he came happens. back. I feel like he came back to earth versus his like. I feel like he looked comfortable the first two first two or three weeks, but um, they're playing the Lions is a really tough, really tough game. I ate shit on that pick. Um, well, re- I'm sorry to cut you off, about- but on the pod you had mentioned that they led Jordan Love led a huge comeback against the Saints, but you didn't mention that that was after uh, Carr got hurt. And then they put Jamie's out that's there. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's a good point. He, um, it was still just the way my gut was feeling that day. I got I, my gut was feeling kind of crazy. I missed a few, uh, but I also think it's hats off to the Lions, despite the comeback that kind of got rallied by Love. But I think he's gonna. He needs that time to learn. He's had barely any starting like reps. You know what I mean? He's been in the league for a minute and barely had any time to actually do it, yeah. and he wasn't getting taught. I thought Lafleur seemed snippy and his presser uh he was BS, like crying after halftime <laughs> uh, dude after I mean, halftime they, they he came in he was like out. crying i mean yeah, they I got get torn it. up it was really ugly 
I get it. We can, well, we can cruise. It's not what I expected. No, yeah. People, I just want to make sure everybody re- remembers that the Vikings won the division last year. Like everybody's like, the Packers always win it, and it's well, like, I mean, just just saying. And cling, we've won it more than the Bears have won it. Cling to that. Cling to I that. Ha- I have to uh, cling to it. Falcons lose in a primetime London matchup to the Jaguars, which was also featured in Andy's room. And let me I tell you, I watched it in Andy's room. As planned at the time, I went and got Hardy's breakfast for the first time in eons. And let me tell you, everyone was getting their Hardy's breakfast, and it was backed up all to hell. But I got that. I got to watch the most of the first half in Andy's room on my phone while watching it on the TV. And I'll say it was it was cool, interesting at times, very glitchy quite often, and not an ideal way to actually consume football. But Dee had it up the entire time, and she loved it. And she kept asking me the little quiz sections and that I thought those were fun too. I had a ball. I, uh, it's so early for a London game to be viewed in LA. So I got in from like the end of the second quarter on where, from what I understand, most of the glitching was done. There was some glitching, but nothing, nothing really. Some it of it fun. looked okay. I just couldn't like, believe, I just couldn't believe it. I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. It was, it was cool technology, um, especially well on like the Bajan Robinson, super, really awesome run in real life. It looked pretty I mean, cool on the on the little animated feature as well. But I mean, like football wise, good. Sorry. I, I mean, I guess football wise, yeah. I I guess if it were a game that was more interesting of a matchup, <laughs> I'd care more. But I, like, I think I'm we like, need to talk about Desmond Ritter. The alien, here. the alien being held by the claws, the sky cam, and Slinky Dog being the first like down Ugh. marker and like it was great decisions fucking, even like the the copy that booger and uh, i can't remember the other announcer's name off the top of my head so i apologize for that um but even the stuff they were reading like even like dan dan orlovsky did a thing like teaching kids how to throw a spiral like it's cute it was really cool it was like an extension um to the fans and they didn't half-ass it like i heard there was a chip in every player's shoulder pads on the field and yeah. uh it was like calling like it was doing like so they could real-time animate the movements um everything else it's just an exciting thing that why not why not make it more fun and accessible that's when brand synergy is fun and not not scary like but i'll also say i think it's really cool when they provide these alternative broadcasts the likes of which you'd see like the nickelodeon broadcast now we see the toy story broadcast i just wish they'd give an alternate broadcast where you could get absolutely rat fucked with taylor swift appearances and then the regular broadcast where you watch football that's not rigged yeah i feel like me and me and brad were not very crotchety about the taylor swift situation last week and i know that you have lots to say it's gonna be fun as we i don't dislike taylor swift i I know you don't but i know you have lots to say about the 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 colliding of different factors on the primetime game recently and look i have read a lot of discourse on social media where a lot of people are like calling men haters if they're disliking like dude look I'll get to the Chiefs game. It's not just the fact that Taylor Swift is dominating everything in the NFL right now. It's it's the bigger picture of what that means in another narrative that's happened after that game. The fix is in, Luke. I hear you. I, I'm like, Aiden, you guys can't see him because it's, you know, we're not a video podcast, but he is wearing a tinfoil hat. Um, yeah, just... didn't you know that the, the government set off a fucking – super high frequency broadcast to everyone's cell phone today that activates the virus that was latently injected <laughs> with your COVID vaccine. And if you got the Fauci ouchie, then you are going to now Fauci ouchie. I don't know I'm that totally joking, but we'll get to Aaron Rodgers Pfizer boy comments. Um, but okay. 
Let's get back to the games. There's plenty of storylines that will evolve. I missed you structuring the episode as you do. This, this, is, <laughs> this is lovely. <laughs> There's plenty to talk about as we burn through these, but the next game on the slate last week was the Dolphins losing to the Bills 48-20. to Josh Allen out there like a maelstrom, throwing three touchdowns to Stephon Diggs, four overall. Not a good outing by the Dolphins. However... I'm not so ready to just declare the Bills are going to be the runaway winners of this division just because of this game. I think that the Dolphins have shown that they have a lot of juice, and yes, it wasn't to his best outing, but I we have seen Josh Allen play a certain kind of football, which doesn't always lend itself to preserving his body or preserving possession of the football. Like You know what I mean? So... and. I think Tua has shown that he has evolved a lot this year and that this team has a great defense potentially. So I'm not ready to crown the Bills yet, but it was an incredible win by them, and they blew out the Dolphins. Yeah, Devon no expected. Achan also had another good game. He's starting to really look great in this league. Freak on Madden, by the way. Like, absolute freak on Madden. Um, as well as in real life. Uh, I did not expect the Bills to run away with it like they did. Um Allen can do this. Diggs can do this. We we know they're capable of this. You know what I'm saying? So this is like, that's the ceiling of what they can do. We also see the floor when Allen throws like picks when he's freaking out like week one and stuff. So yes, the Bills are perfectly capable of, of smacking around almost any team in the NFL. Um, yeah, they could be the best team at any given moment, but they could also totally implode. Again, right? Like, yeah. so... Hopefully. And they'll see them in Miami next time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, next we have the Bears losing to the Broncos in a fucking heartbreaker. So, Broncos win 31-28 to at the very end. This one was rough, man, because Chase Clay pulls away from the team. That shit got super, super hot and heavy. What and happened? All- okay. So, what people... It's hard to tell, and I've hinted on this in the podcast, but the coaching staff in the front office is not being forthright or forthcoming with any information about anything, like ever. If there's an injury, they basically won't disclose. If there's a personal issue, we've seen that they're really not giving you anything until it comes to light. We still don't really know what happened with Alan Williams. We we just learned about why our right guard was never playing and never practicing is because he had a death in the family. Like, that's understandable. But it would help if you would be a little bit more forthcoming with some info so people don't have to rap, like rampantly speculate online. And we have a rabid fan base and a, a media that's crazy in Chicago. I mean, so aren't you, don't, you the, what, third, fifth, like third third or fifth biggest city in the entire it's country? It's a big market. Like, it's a huge it's, market. Uh, and yeah, like, Illinois Chicago Bears fans are fucking crazy, and they love the team. It's a good and time for a, football. They're in a Having bad there, mental I can, spot. I can, I can tell you. As, even as a Vikings fan, I'm like, hell yeah. So what, I, what we think happened with Chase Claypool is the week of the game in the locker room, he was asked if he thought the coaches were utilizing him to the best of his abilities, and he sat there for a second, paused, and smirked, and like shook his head a little bit and just said, no. Nah. And then that was cherry-picked. He said other stuff too, but again – I'm tired of people like Justin or Chase, and Chase didn't do this, but Justin did. We haven't heard from Chase since then. 
but they'll say something that can be clipped in one word and then come back and say, you took me out of context because I said a bunch of shit afterwards. Don't say the thing first. They're welcome, yeah. What you did was you gave the soundbite answer that they were seeking and then you reneged. Don't give them anything and then act the victim. If you sit there and you deliberate and you say no, you have said your piece. Now the coaching staff never, obviously never said that was the reason. It was a fucking nightmare how Eberflus handled it. But essentially, he didn't go to the game, so we're without Chase Claypool. And lo and behold, we have an offensive explosion. And now prefacing this by saying that the Broncos are like arguably maybe even worse than the Bears. Like, even though they beat us, like they're really bad. And I don't, you know, like it could go either way, I feel like. They're a really bad team. So I, I take it with a grain of salt that Justin had his career day where he he finally eclipsed 300 yards. He had four, he had the most passing yards in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. He had four touchdowns. And at times, he looked like the Maverick player that he I thought he was evolving to last year. He bailed out his coach in plays that shouldn't have worked, <laughs> that he was making work. He had two touchdowns to Cole Komet. He had a beauty to DJ Moore, which was arguably not in bounds, but it was a great throw and a great catch. It was just a toe-tap situation, but it got ruled in. Then, our defense is nowhere to be found. We have a supposedly a defensive head coach that cannot fucking coach or scheme a defense we have guys just running to their soft zone spots standing waiting for an underneath route to get caught for 13 yards of rack and then they try to gang tackle him and half of a miss and that's every play and it's really sad to see we have like two sacks so far this season we're pathetic on defense so of course we let them claw back into the game in the second half even though we were blowing him out 24 to 7 at one point then Justin has his fucking routine gaffes that he's like to have in most games. He runs a naked boot and has a defender right in his face immediately. He like tries to whip the ball out to dirt it and it just flies up in the air. Jonathan Cooper, former Buckeye, returns it for a touchdown. They're right back in the game. We get the ball, drive down, could easily kick a field goal to take the lead by three. We go for it out of shotgun. We run a read option. Hands off to the running back. He gets fucking stonewalled. That should be it for Eberflus, in my opinion. Because, look, you can go either way. We've seen that Staley is generally on the wrong end of these decisions. But, like, sometimes it's a matter of, like, you get it and you're the ballsy badass. You'd miss it and you're fired. And that's just what it is. And sometimes it's just up to chance. So, after that happened... They get the fucking field goal. They're up. We drive down. It looks good for a second. And then Justin and Cole commit miscommunication in the middle of the field. Interception. End of the game. Heartbreaker. We're now 0-4. And on top of that, the Panthers lose to you guys. And so mm-hmm. now we're the, the in sole possession of the top two picks. And the sad thing is, Bears fans have already shifted to that mindset. We're already out on the season. And we'll get to it, but the Bears play primetime tonight against the Washington Commanders. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I guess it'll Washington... be tonight of the night it airs. Yeah, sorry. Point. But You're in the future, dude. I love it. If Eberflus loses and the Bears lose this game, I think he, with a long week afterwards, I think he gets canned. And that's really? coming from the... Yeah, you have to. He has no clue what's going on. After the... He, he cannot hold people accountable. He lies to the media... 
and then he gets caught in the lie, and then it becomes like a fucking not knowing how to handle people situation. And right. he's already proven that he's not a good coach. He's just not. We've we've invested in the defense. He's supposedly a great teacher and a great schemer on defense, and neither of those have happened. All the guys that are leaving our team are blowing the fuck up. Nicholas Morrow and Roquan Smith are the top two rated off-ball linebackers, both of which played for the Bears last year. Khalil Mack had six sacks in <laughs> yeah, one game. Like, dude, everyone that leaves the Bears blows up. Like, it's bad. I think we have talent, and we need better coaching and better scheme. And we got to do it now. And even if you put in a placeholder like the special teams coach, who cares? Who cares? It's It can't be worse than what's happening right now. We have the worst defense I've ever seen. We're 32 in, like, every metric. We haven't won a game in, like, a year. You've already wasted Justin's career at this point. It's bad. So I think even though our franchise has never done it, I think he gets fired midseason. And I think you you can't do it on a short week when you have a short turnaround to a Thursday night game, but then it's kind of perfect for the long week. I would already have got rid of him. He lied to the media about Chase Claypool. He said it was his choice after the game in the press conference. And then quickly a a fucking um, PR person for the Bears had to come out and say, actually, no, no, no. We said Chase Claypool needs to stay home. And why are they doing that, Luke? Because they're trying to trade him and they're trying to save face. No one's going to trade for a guy that chooses not to come to the game when he's made inactive. And guess what? This is to everyone and to Brad who said that the Chargers should trade for Chase Claypool. No one should trade for Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool should not be an NFL player. He's not wow. good. He's Dude, he's one of the most embarrassing, immature people I've ever seen. He's like ruined two locker rooms. If Mike Tomlin's willing to trade you, there's a reason. Mike Tomlin couldn't handle him. Eberflus sure the fuck couldn't. I think Chase Claypool sucks on the field, and he's one of the worst off it. Like, I don't think he's necessarily a bad person. Like, I think he's a very bad locker room presence for a football player. Sure. He's a bad, like, there was a time where he was calling our fucking defensive back a bitch, like, 70 times in one practice, even after he got hurt. It was on the sideline, calling him a little B, little B. Like, dude, he's not a good, he's not a good teammate. He's not a good player. Pushing through the slate, we have another game that Luke and I split on with picks. By the way, I'm up four. We've had four weeks. I've been up one in each week. This is the one that Luke won, and honestly, he almost won the bet that the Bears were going to win, so he would have got a point last week. I was trying. The Ravens beat down the Browns. I mean, I kind of wish I would have known that Deshaun wasn't going to play. However, I might have even still picked him with DTR because I thought that defense was good. But the Ravens are, again, in another year, when I doubt the Ravens, they outpace my expectations. Lamar Jackson (laughs) looked great. Um, The Browns did not look good at all. And Lamar had four touchdowns overall. Yeah, I mean, I I was pleased with this game. Nice to see the Ravens flap their wings. Bengals lose another huge loss they are now one and three titans beat them 27 to three jamar chase in the locker room said i'm always fucking open mm-hmm. he's frustrated joe it looks like a fucking shell-shocked soldier out there he can't it move just, it's he not has good to move and he can't he's a one like, read he's a one read guy propped up on one leg right now and then if i'm a defense i'm teeing off on him like it's just a reality so I don't know what to say about the Bengals. You know how I feel about them. They're my they're my darling in the AFC that I love to keep eyes on, but 
it's not a great look for them. Their fan base is reeling, expecting the success that they've had recently. Um, and guess what? Their division looks pretty tough right now. So I don't really have high hopes unless Joe can like somehow heal quickly. It would be smart to potentially sit him down for a little bit, I but I'm not sure. Say, like, I'm not sure if he's like letting them. I don't know what the situation is. That's hard. Uh, that's hard because like at what point? At what point does Joe? I mean, I, I, I think very highly of Joe Burrow. Um, I, I think very highly of him. Uh, on the field, off the field, I like the dude. Um, and he seems like he's got the right the right kind of winner mentality, the mentality that the greats have, like the, you know, willing to do whatever for the sake of the team. And I wonder at what point, like how many more games does he come out and suck with an injury to where he thinks he's not the best choice? Like at what point is, if you're going to be losing blowouts, you might as well be losing blowouts with the backup and protecting Joe. And I, that's, you just paid a lot of money and you know what Joe's capable of. Like part of my, no, you know, like Joe, Joe can do Joe, but not when he's not able to move around. It just is not going to happen. Part of my worry is that they're going to be in a financial situation where they're going to end up trading T Higgins here soon. And T's already had an up and down year with drops and injuries, but he was their number two guy who could easily be a number one. And he was making some just insane plays in their playoff runs with jump balls and deep uh like he had that one against Jalen Ramsey where he arguably had OPI in the Super Bowl. Sure. Was it the Super Bowl? I mean been... it was against Ramsey, right? Was it Ramsey or what yeah, whatever. He had a he had a deep it might have been against the I can't remember. Anywho Anywho it's not looking good for the Bengals. And all I'm saying is I could see why he wants to go out there and push it because this is kind of that last little window where he's got Jamar Chase, who hasn't been fully paid yet, and T. Higgins on their team. And once you get into the next season, the repercussions of his contract are going to start to hit that roster a little bit heavier. Sure. This is a great window for them. And he doesn't want to see it slip away right now when he thought they'd be competing. And I get that mentality but if you're gonna get blown out get blown out while you're healing like either shannon way you're sharp losing said, shannon sharp said on first take like um no, he not, looks not bad well he just said like how many people do you know that like come into the season hurt and 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 end up healthy or whatever he said if you you know what i mean like if you yeah. limp into the season you know you'll you, you won't like you won't limp out. How are you going to start healing when you're getting obliterated and being forced to run away from defenders? You're just not. The Bengals O line is a, is a problem too. Like it's been bad the whole time. I used to just like, I just weep about it on the podcast. I'm like, this guy's career is ruined. I mean, they kept, they kept adding new bodies, but they're not working very well. Like, Orlando Brown, as much as everyone thinks he's great, is gigantic and sluggish, and he can easily be beat by speed rushers. So it's like their, it's an their issue. Defense, the Cincinnati defense. I, I like their pass rush. Like I like Sam Hubbard. I like Hendricks, B.J. Hill, uh, Reader. If I'm not mistaken, they've got a good defense, and they've invested in it. So that's all I got to say about that. I feel really bad for Bengals fans. So the Rams beat the Colts in overtime. We have Puka Nakua being the darling of the league. He gets the touchdown to clinch it. First NFL touchdown. Yep, it, and he's already had a billion catches. Also, though, I have to mention that Anthony Richardson had some jaw-dropping plays in this game, some throws that were ungodly. He's awesome, he only, dude. He's a one-speed thrower. He just bullets that shit everywhere. 
And someone said on Twitter, they're like, maybe the reason why he had some issues with with in the in college was just sheerly because the Florida receivers were not strong enough to catch his passes because I mean, he throws so hard. Like I don't there's know. There's something to that. I I gotta tell you, out of the rookie QBs, how ready for the for the the speed of the NFL and how ready for the game and the playbooks Richardson and Stroud look versus how deer in headlights Bryce Young looks every week is really weird to me. Well. Like, it's I kind of have some stuff to say about that, actually. I think that's coaching slightly. Um, I The one that's really, really shocked me in a good way is Stroud, and we're going to get to him. I Stroud think balls. Richards – I'm not so sure Richardson's got this, like, super-duper, like, good grip on an extensive playbook. I think he's out there just ripping it and playing. He's just, but being, I, he's just being out but there. But even still, I, even still he looks confidence. great. He makes, oh he makes jaw-dropping plays. And admittedly, I've watched less of the Colts than I would have liked to make such a comment. So I will actually like take that back. I haven't seen enough. I've only really he's seen chunkies of the, of the game and highlights. And what I've seen he's, has been great. He's the first quarterback since Luck that you you you're like watching the Colts offense and go you have a shot like, okay. uh, like honest in, in my opinion like it's just, it's that kind of thing and I think it's like that in the which is exciting too. however another aspect of this team is the Jonathan Taylor drama which might come to a head here soon or might actually like culminate soon because the practice windows open right his practice window for the PUP is open which means once he gets cleared at some point I expect him to be moved um I oh, you think, think he's that, gonna go? Is he's not gonna stick yeah, with the Colts? Yeah, I mean, I, wouldn't you think that that relationship is just? I think, I think all sorts of things, and I'm, 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 I'm not right very much. Humming, humming, humming. Yeah. Look, I kind of hope I he gets like traded. I would not want him to dead come back. wrong on shit on the show. Not after Ursay, Ursay pumped him. Moving on, the Buccaneers beat down the Saints 26-9. to People are loving Baker Mayfield, calling him a true leader. This is the opposite of what he experienced at the end of his tenure in, in Cleveland. Uh, the Saints not looking good with Geno. I hear that Derek Carr is pushing to be back this week. I think he is starting this week. And Jameis. What did I say, Jamie's? Geno. I said Geno. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith? Mm-hmm. Geno Smith Gino. plays for the Seahawks. Buccaneers oh, win, and... You know, you can't you can't scoff at that team because we said that they had talent still, but we were just worried about the quarterback. And Baker's are they in playing. sole possession of their division? They're three and one, so I think so. And guess what? I wasn't just worried about Baker. I actually, I actually was starting to worry about Todd Bowles. Like I was starting to be like, wait a second. Um, and and obviously, I'm wrong here. Like obviously, you just needed the right people in the right places. Bowler world. And some and some experience because you know Todd Bowles, um, you know he was a coach in waiting for a long time. So it's just the same as you know rookies are rookies, right? So I'm really excited to see him succeed. Moller world, <laughs> Moller world. All right, Commanders lose 34 to 31 to the Eagles in an overtime loss. This one hurt. Hurts. I mean, honestly, I have less to say. Hurts was good and stuff, but I have a little bit more to say about. Sam Howell, who's got a fucking bazooka and he's gutsy. And honestly, I like Sam Howell. Sammy Howell. And guess what? Sam Howell and the Commanders are going to beat the Bears tomorrow night in primetime, and it's going to make I me like really I like slinging upset. Sammy Howell. I like the Commanders' away uniforms very much. I like uh, the new ownership. He's a good I'm, boy. I'm here for it, baby. I'm here and for it. 
I love Terry McLaurin, and they've got a scary defensive front. The Eagles are, in my opinion, a very, very quiet 4-0. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like found the rhythm. They've only finally woken up uh, Brown, like, finally. Dude, A.J. Brown, nine catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns, predominantly against Emmanuel Forbes, the rookie defensive back who he had in a blender, had him, like, Mm -hmm. freaking out on the sideline, had him Mm – eventually delete his socials after the game it was so bad yeah it was bad (laughs) that's fucking hilarious AJ Brown's Um, like who do you think you are I'm him I mean finally I mean like he's been waiting to break out silently lurking watchful protector um they you know if there's anything the Eagles uh can do it's uh their little rugby scrum does that trigger you like their little I I mean we've talked about it we've we've talked about it I'm getting triggered prior it's not a football play; it's a rugby play. So that's just I don't my care. Sp- Taylor's like, is that okay? I'm like, it is okay. If people need to learn to stop it, I mean, uh, but at the same time, I'm like crying behind my mask. I'm like, Ugh. one of my funniest, one of my funniest things I've, or one of the funniest things I've read in response to that, because there's a lot of like, how do you counter it? Is if it's on the goal line of like the end zone, you keep putting like 15 defenders out there and just keep taking the penalties until they decide to run a different play. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dude, what you gonna take a, dope, a half yard? You gonna take a half yard every time? Be like, what? Yeah. Play real football. Quit playing rugby. That is hilarious, Aiden. You need to get in the league. You're the next McDaniel. Dude, I should be the next McDaniel. All right, Luke. Here's your moment. You won a game this week. My you are moment. now yeah. one and three. Past inspection, just it's, barely. It's just barely. It's you. And, it's like not more. You just like fucking <laughs> finding it, finding a Harrison Smith sack in your fucking cargo short pocket. No, I sorry, need more. man, more. And you find a strip sack. Why don't from you Harrison use a Smith. gun? Why don't you use a gun? Go ahead. Tell me about the Vikings <laughs> beating the Panthers, the hapless oh. rookie-led Panthers, soft, infantile Panthers, twenty-one to thirteen. Uh, lovely to see Thielen. Whole lot of Vikings fans showed out for this game. A lot of purple, a lot of skull chanting going on uh, in Carolina, which was interesting. Um, Kirk threw a, a pick six off the bat. That was like he, 99 yards. He uh, threw, it was such a soft little dinky throw. And then a defensive back ran like 50 miles an hour all the way down the field and lit his shit up. Bla- well, to be fair, Kirk ran really fast down there. But then, yeah, he got blasted. It was a bummer. And this I mean, is the after guy they caught wiped, him by like 30 yards. They wiped a Jefferson touchdown right before that. And then Kirk threw his um pick six. So that was a bummer. That, that started you off with a bad taste in your mouth. I've like... um I've grown quite. I, I this is a turnover year. I'm. I it's over. I. I. I there's. We just have to wait. Uh, you know. You at least. You know. W- what's worse, the devil you know or the devil you don't, right? <laughs> I, I, you know. I, I'm, I'm glad you're you. being realistic. Uh, honestly. Oh my god. Because you I'm guys like, barely beat the Panthers and they're bad. I know that. I know that. Uh, it was nice to see Thielen pop off. Bryce Young has a safety blanket in him, which is cool. Um. We didn't sack him until the second half, and then we just started hammering him. I mean, like, absolutely hammering him. Harrison Smith had three sacks. Which is uh, wild one for of which, a safety. One of which was a forced fumble, and uh, DJ Wanham scoop and scored. Um, if we don't have – I mean, we were at the point where our offense was so stagnant, even with Kirk and JJ continuing to put up numbers, that we had no other choice but 
rely on a defensive touchdown, which is not ever a good place to be in. Nope. Um, I, I really liked Madison. He was running really well this weekend. I really liked seeing Cam Akers debut. Very inspiring. Excited about that. Kirk's running for his life, dude. <laughs> like Kirk is getting hit. He's getting hit. Um, he was getting the ball out so fast, but he's still just getting slammed. So I don't know. I don't know why Reisner is not on the line yet. Um, I don't know. How I long assume it's you taking. have to get him acclimated with the playbook. But how long did Acres need? We got him the same week, didn't we? Yeah, but didn't Acres play with the Rams with KOC? Oh, is, that's true. And Reisner's off the streets. Like Reiser he's was not from coming the from another team. So he's, he was so, he was Broncos last year, and then he was a free agent, and you signed him I mean. as a free agent. Got it. Okay, copy that. I just okay, I assume because if if your guys' offensive line is that bad, and that's what you're reporting, oh, and what I've also oh, seen. Then I oh, can't mama. imagine that you would be keeping a potentially upgraded like type of a player on the bench, unless he just doesn't fully grasp the offense or isn't in game shape yet. Here's what I'm gonna say: the best the best thing that we have to look forward to is JJ is JJ. He caught a TD and and told the man he was too small. You know what I mean? The best the best grab of the week, best screen grab of the week. Um, Kirk really can put stuff on the money. He's still making some mistakes here and there. It's just going to happen. Um, the turnovers are egregious. Our defense, when we're just sending people the last couple of weeks, is when we're thriving. We are thriving when we are sending people. And going into a week where we're playing against Mahomes, not really anything you can do but that. Like, like the, yeah, I don't think we have any hope. It won't work either, but... Well, it won't work, but what I think that's but the only thing to. we have going for us this season on defense. Like, really, it is. Trust me, dude. Otherwise, I wish. And I bear- like – you know who I do like, though? Uh, before you go, Byron Murphy Jr. at corner. I dig him. Really? He's dope. I, thought, I yeah. thought he's looked so much worse I, with you guys I, than on I, the Cardinals. I like him. I think there's – I think he's going to figure it out. I really, really like him. I love um, Hicks in the middle, and I really love uh, – Metellus, I love having Ivan Pace starting as a rookie. Like, there's interesting stuff I going told on. But you it's, about it's, Ivan it, Pace. The the key. The, and thank you. Well, you were right. He's fantastic. But the keys of this defense are, I think, different than a lot of people expected. And it's Flores' first year as our DC. We're just figuring some stuff out. And right now, the thing we are most capable, at, in my opinion, just on the fucking couch, uh, is when we send fucking people, um, send the house, and then that's when our that's when we thrive. Yeah, it um, is something that I wish the Bears would do, and they don't. They only play soft defense, and it's like, dude, when you don't have the talent, you got to just start taking shots. You got to scare people. You want to lose by paper cuts and getting mm-hmm. embarrassed, or do you want to fucking take your shots and at least try to go out swinging? Yep. So people. at least you guys are doing that. I understand what you're that feeling. Ugly um, first win, but I'll take I'll it. Say, maybe because you because we're gonna get to to CJ Stroud here right now, so I'm gonna lump these together. Um, so I think part of the Bryce Young issue is coaching and talent. And, like, it's hard to say that when C.J. Stroud's out there with a bunch of fucking nobodies and none of his offensive linemen. But I do think that on offense he's getting plays dialed up that are working from what I've seen, and they're taking advantage of his strengths. And, like, it seems like Bryce is just running screens every play, 
Is that what you saw? Like, it seemed like there was... That's what he's been doing the whole season. They Dude, they, they don't trust him to even try. Is that him? Right. Is I don't that know. the coach? That's why I'm asking you. Because I'm watching Anthony Richardson run all That's over what people I'm and saying. sling the ball. And I'm seeing Stroud throw for more more yards than, like, that, any rookie and stuff. Right. Like, Stroud's over 1,000 yards. Like, so he's I'm, mauling. I'm wondering how much of that is an ineptitude from Bryce Young, which even though I've seen him putting the ball down the field in college in a much better situation and how much of that is the coaches. I've also heard that they're out there searching for a number one wide receiver. I get that. They don't have the first, they don't have the first round Chase. pick this year. Call up Dude, Chase. I ring, would give ring, you, ring, I would ring, give ring, you Chase ring, Claypool ring. for free. I don't Chase think anybody's, uh, I think Chase and Thielen. So I forgot to mention Tevin Jenkins can potentially get activated off of IR, our, our left guard who I love, but he's always hurt. I think that there's a chance that Chase gets cut like tomorrow if we need to activate Tevin, so we make a roster spot because I don't think anybody, I don't even think anybody's going to trade for him. I would think it'd be cool if the Panthers try to get T Higgins because look, the Bengals are already at one and three. They may be more incentivized to move their second receiver who they can't afford early. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just cut sure. bait. I think a, a second round pick and some sweetener could work there but the panthers players are not happy the plant the panthers fan base is not happy they're aware that this team is in the dumps and needs rebuilding but this isn't looking good for bryce young because he's getting hit the fuck he's small so he's not going to be able to take those shots as well and it seems like the coaching staff doesn't trust him at all however pivoting a rough slide Pivoting to the opposite end of that rookie spectrum, the number two pick in the draft is thriving right now. CG Stroud mm-hmm. is a player that, I mean, I will always support, and I don't dislike CJ. He's not my favorite Ohio State quarterback. In fact, I think I probably like JT Barrett more than him, and I've got a lot of like JT Barrett angst because he wasn't a good QB. But CJ in college had a lot of moments where he was shook in pressure, and he looked like it, and he was off a lot. And he goes out there, and I've never said he had an issue with arm talent, dude. He fucking rips it, and he puts it on the money, and guess what? That's exactly what he's doing. And not just that, he's elevating a shitty supporting cast and making them look good. I was about to say, like, the Panthers have a shit squad, but you're like, fucking, so do the Texans, and the Colts are not great, so... I know, that's why I had to caveat that, Mm -hmm. because... I mean, I, can't I don't think He's, any of them I'm have really a great impressed. situation. It's Wouldn't just, have called it. But one of those has vastly, one of those is an outlier in terms of like shots down the field, in my opinion. Sure. So I got to give CJ his roses. I'm not going to crown CJ as the new, the new young QB. I got to see more because I've watched his career. I've never thought of him as a guy that elevates. I thought he was the beneficiary of some very good receivers in college, if I'm being honest. But the more I see of this, the more I'm going to put that to bed, straight up. But I've seen a lot of CJ Stroud football, so Putting I want to. I just, dude. Putting out I good just want to wait. I know, I get it. I just want to wait it's a little cool. more. And what he's done My so far really has been awesome. In the quarter of the way through, basically. the Steelers haven't necessarily been amazing in the secondary this year either. Joey Porter Jr. is pretty cool. All right, Chargers beat the Raiders, who started Aiden O'Connell. They left him back there to just get eaten alive. Khalil Mack gets six sacks. After the game, McDonald, what's that the coach's name? McDaniel. McDaniel. Raw McDonald. McDaniel fucking throws, throws O'Connell under the bus. Mark, Mark Davis is getting barked at by fans in his little fucking 
a premium box for the owner's box. It's not good. The Raiders look fucking terrible. Uh, Mike Williams is out, so they're probably going to be in the market maybe. I hope maybe they do get Claypool. I don't think they will. I saw um, – oh, what's his name? I saw Keenan Allen put Tyree Wilson, the like the first-round pick, defensive end for the Raiders on his ass on a crack block. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was crazy. Great. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Great game. Uh, the Chargers are balling. I watched Allen or Herbert got his hand stomped on his non-throwing hand mm. uh, after the play. It was he was it like was, stiff arming uh, Max I Crosby. I thought wasn't that when he hit it. I am almost positive I watched it get stomped on. Like it was at, like after. Yeah, it could play. be wrong. Um, I could be wrong because I was wa- I was watching the end of the game and uh, but maybe, regardless. It was like starting to bleed. They finally th- they had a brace on that didn't work. They threw a glove on it. The guy's gritty. Um, everything Brad says about Herbert is true, aside from the walking on water. Tis um, but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. Um, I love him so much. Not only that, to seal him. the game with a fucking cast on his left hand, he rips a sideline shot for a 50-yard completion to put it to bed. He's ballsy. He is a badass. He's really Must good. Must be nice to be young when, and, you know, like, okay, take all these shots now while you still can, my friend, because one day you're going to be Kirk just moaning and groaning. Yeah, but and he loves fishing, so he'll just be groaning out on a fucking pond somewhere. It's true. Or have you ever considered that maybe Justin Herbert is far tougher than Kirk Cousins? Like no, a much, I have not. A much I'm tougher sure. person, like a higher pain tolerance? No, I haven't. Like maybe Kirk cause... just doesn't have a high pain tolerance and he just needs to just... Uh, well, I mean, let's, like, let's think back. Kirk scream moans for his cadence half the time when he's flustered. I've never heard Herbert do that. Herbert's holding up the fucking AK. Let's roll. Barrel cock and immaculate. All right. <laughs> Patriots and Cowboys. Cowboys come out on top 38-3. to I don't have much to say about this game other than how bad Mac Jones looked with the pick oh sixes, God. with the fumbles, like getting benched, not good. And also to tie it into the Chargers, J.C. Jackson just came back to the Patriots today in a trade. Um, that's good for the Chargers in the long, in long term. But the Patriots have a knack for developing players, letting them go for more money, and then getting them back on the cheap. But – they don't look good right now. And Mac Jones doesn't look good, so I don't really have anything to say other Do than that. Do you think they think about moving on from Mac Jones? Yeah. Uh, this season or in the offseason? Yeah. Dude, not only is he not playing well, but he's, like, not- notably dirty. And he's he's absolutely, like, chewed out his coaching staff multiple times. Like, and he's always been a moody guy. I'm sure he's not fun to coach. I don't know. I think he's been done dirty on the coaching situation in the first place. Yeah, um, he's the Grayson Allen of NFL quarterbacks. Aside, that's funny. Um, all right, well, let's keep cruising. <clears throat> 49ers beat the Cardinals 35-16. to McCaffrey had 100 yards and three touchdowns. IUK had a good game. Cardinals are overmatched in this one. Um, not much more to say other than that. Purdy hasn't lost yet in the regular yeah. season. Luke, there's, there's, a, there's a game Purdy. in primetime that we need to talk about that – deserves a lot more attention than some of these other ones that we're glazing over. The Chiefs end up beating the Jets 23 to 20. Give me your synopsis and your insights before I just go like roughshod on this game. I will uh okay, I will do. Uh Aaron Rodgers is back in the house uh on crutches, mustachioed. 
uh, once more. Here, here he's back checking out Wilson. Headbandless Zach Wilson comes in and plays a fantastic game. Um, he bobbled a snap that did end up being a costly thing and uh, ultimately contributed to a loss, but the Jets' defense is just funky, just mean, and was tearing up Mahomes. Mahomes was throwing picks that were just... I, I was confused. He was throwing man. up ducks. I was legit confused. I I, I don't know uh, what was going on. They were scaring Mahomes, and any defense that can make Mahomes throw ducks like that, any defense that can get the rush going like that, whew. Um, and that's with Mahomes still dealing. That's with Kelsey and Pacheco and all these people still dealing. Um, but that jet, that Jets defense is nothing to joke about. And then Zach, dude, he looked good. He played really well. Um, Garrett Wilson looks good, but it's still ultimately there were some events uh, near the end of the game that did lead to a lot of speculation uh, from the world and even you who's notably reserved who's notably reserved on these things even me and even me and i think it's and and i'll justify it uh once you kind of get into the into the meat um but uh a couple costly flags uh or or favorable flags if you're a chiefs fan or the chiefs uh you know players um that seem to keep drives alive or stop things in their tracks or Aiden, take the wheel. Because, again, I have a hard time yeah, I have a hard time talk about ever right blaming now. flags and referees. I, I remember very adamantly saying to you that you could never rig an NFL football game because no player who's fighting for their bread, like fighting for their livelihood, would ever be able to – it just wouldn't be able to be synchronized. People wouldn't stand for it. So, but I remember you being no. like, no, and and go for it. You can't rig a game. There isn't a script. But there are favorite teams with media darlings that are getting a lot of publicity pushed. And what we have seen for multiple years, which is something I have posited since I've seen it, is that the Kansas City Chiefs have been the beneficiary of not just questionable calls, but horrendous like game-breaking calls at the end of games, generally in a third down. You can't script or fix a game, but what you can do is have a, a... a rinky dink flag queued up on key clutch third downs just in case Patrick Mahomes doesn't get it himself because he is very good. You can't script Patrick Mahomes throwing the way he does. He is the best quarterback talent I've ever seen. But what you can do is have a flag queued up just in case he doesn't get it on that scramble. And we didn't just see it once. We saw it multiple times. Mm -hmm. This game was horribly officiated at the best of times. The whole game was bad officiating in my opinion. But at the end it was like they it was like they fixed and threw the game because what happened was you have multiple times on the final drive which was the end. One of which was highlighted by me and a lot of people on social media which led to a lot of arguments about Donovan Smith their left tackle who like ankle locked the guy and and gator rolled it on the Pacheco run touchdown. I don't know if you saw that clip. He was blatantly hold Like he grabbed the guy's ankle and Gator rolled him like from behind and they didn't call it. And that was on the Pacheco run that they like cut to Taylor Swift. So there's that Donovan Smith, the old left tackle. He's in his like mid thirties. He was a free agent this year. He was holding the whole game and there was a play where it was a third down and it was Jermaine Johnson. Number 11 was coming around the end on a stunt 
and he gets grabbed where both of them are like perpendicular to Pat Mahomes in the pocket. And Donovan Smith grabs his like chest plate jersey all in close. And what are we what are we what do we learn if we've ever played football? Like if you can keep it in close, you can grab a jersey generally and it's not sure. called, right? That was never said that that isn't holding. That was just said it's hard to call and they're not going to call that. I saw a lot of people saying that's not a hold because he did that. Like first off, he was holding him. He had a ho- under he had his hand under the guy's shoulder pad jersey pulling yeah. it out. Any If your fingers J- are bent, you're holding. And Jermaine like- Johnson was flailing his arms. Everyone's like, "Well, Jermaine Johnson wasn't trying." I'm like, "Dude, he was trying to show the ref that he was held. The ref was right there looking and he's flailing his arms, smacking the guy's the helmet call. to try to push him off of him, and the guy's just tugging his fucking jersey everywhere. And it went on for like 8 seconds. And then Pat Mahomes runs it like 25 yards and we see yellow. We see yellow on the, on the marker. And I'm like, all right, cool. They called holding on that. That was a blatant holding. No, it was a penalty, a bullshit penalty on the secondary. That's the first one. What was that? In my opinion, that was a flag in case, in case he didn't get the first down. Then a few plays later, he airmails another fucking pass should have been his third interception like sign sealed delivered in the fucking sideline referee waits, pulls his flag, pump fakes, waits to see the interception get completed and then throws his flag calls holding on sauce. And he didn't hold him whatsoever. And look, that's bad enough. That's bad enough. But what really fucking irks me is how pretentious and high and mighty the chiefs are about it and how pretentious and high and mighty the chiefs fan bases about it because if the bears were the beneficiary of something that blatant i can tell you right now i would have reservations and i would be like yo that was rough i don't like that they they have no problem taking that fucking win that was spoon fed to them whether or not it was a fixed game that win was given to them and not only that you basically sold out for the taylor swift appearance stuff you're cutting to her randomly and all of the fucking marvel actors maybe she's going to be in a marvel movie who knows that's whatever i don't hate taylor swift i hate how far the nfl is leaning into it and what is quite obviously a fabricated relationship with her and travis kelsey it's not real it's all for publicity and it's to parlay her into the Super Bowl halftime show next year. And as soon as there's going to be any bad whiff of publicity, she won't be at the games. But you until how then, many times they cut to that box? How many times they cut to Taylor? I'm going to expect at over 20. It was 17. Okay, so I was close. Like it, dude. Quite it, a it's few. it's so upsetting. I'm not trying to be misogynistic. I'm not. I'm in no way hating on women here. It's just. When you no, watch a football I, I game, you, you don't expect to have it be shoved down your throat that it's t- Taylor Swift is dating the tight end. Let's show her reaction to every play. And then, like, well, we got to make sure the fucking Chiefs win to keep this going. Because after that happened, the next day, the NFL changed their social pictures, made their, their header 2 and 0. Chiefs are 2 and 0 as Swifties. Like, dude, it's a bad look. It's a very well, bad look. You know what's look. funny? I was thinking about it. And the guess other what? Day Zach Wilson like, had a fucking game, dude. He did. I, and I and I'm really happy for that. I'm really happy to, despite all the shit everybody and their dog has been talking about him. But um, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, the key demographic and the money makers for the NFL. I, I imagine since its infancy, all the way through our childhood, was like dads, right? Yep. Dads and grandfathers uh, and dudes. Full you're on you're risking dudes. ostracizing um, or alienating your base if you keep doing it. 
which is I'm well, sure I'm, what you're building well, up to, but it's not what I'm building up to okay. actually. It's it, it's 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 um it, it's more of just like a it's more of just an observation of the way your brand the way your brand was gonna grow uh, most of the time, and the people that were gonna buy the merch, buy the tickets, uh, watch every game, buy Sunday ticket, all that stuff as the game and media has developed were our dads, our grandpas, dudes, bars uh sports bars like you know what i mean like it, it was that was the money maker and now we're in a world where social media is king we're yeah. in a world where the demographic is men aged four to like 85 correct and also it's like at what point do you stall out on dudes like i'm sorry but like you stall but why out does dudes, it have to and be more exponential than that, growth every year loop we talked about this with like disney and shit it doesn't always have to be that but it does for these 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 brands. It does. Okay. It's all that's all there is is plus. So then we'll no, just no get a, minus. A, a highly commercialized product that be, keeps coming more and more commercialized, well, and they're what gonna, I'm trying they're to gonna say- rule out the they're gonna fucking legislate out all the violence in the sport because you don't want the good players to get hurt like Nick Chubb. Well, and, th- and that that actually is a, a, a kind of like why a, don't a we have? Of, I got it. I got of, it, Luke. Of the thing. Too. Why don't we just have national flag football league where the the, the celebrities that appear at every game have a softcore sex scene in, at halftime <laughs> in, in the in the press well, box? Well, it's interesting you bring up the violence because that's my other thing. Like, let me finish. Let's this meld. Let's this. meld everything. I'll, Sorry, I'm I'll being button an this by saying no. I'll button this by saying that like you know if you are gonna grow your brand and you're gonna grow. Uh, revenue and that's that is the goal especially if somebody like the nfl especially in the nfl is the 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 sport of america it is the pastime right but it still is itching for growth overseas that that other sports have over them it's still itching for visibility uh that isn't just a super bowl and frankly you only get a few months of the fucking year versus all these other sports um so they have to and so now if you can get young people, both boy, girl, genderless, who, however you identify, I mean that sincerely, um, however you identify, those people engaging along with your stalwart dudes, me and you, our dads, our grandpa, um, that is the only that is the only way you're going to make the brand even bigger and continue to expand across uh the whole world. I mean, yes, that Bose bubbles pop, Disney's bubbles popping and stuff, but NFL is not as big as Disney. Um, so it's cool. I, I understand where they're coming from, but here's where it's a problem. And it's actually interesting. I read an LA Times entertainment article about it. They were talking about how the Kelsey boys talked about it on their New Heights podcast, where even Travis said it was a little much. Like, even Jason was like, I mean, that's more than they cut to Nicholson at a Lakers game and stuff. And I said the same thing about Prince at the Vikings games when I was talking to Brad. I'm like, it, these people, like, they're celebrities and it's really cool, but it, it is like a, it takes away from the game. But you might be onto something uh, where there's a Manning cast. Maybe there should be a separate cast where they're like, uh, you know, the camera angles on who's at the game and stuff like that. That's not an, that's I would not have the worst nothing thing in the world. bad to say whatsoever if that was the case. Nothing. But, uh, and, uh, and I want to talk about the violence thing too because that goes hand in well, hand. Can I say one thing we've, before we've we grown get to as the a violence. culture? Yeah, go ahead. About the Taylor Swift thing, and again, I love her music. Don't have anything bad to say about Taylor Swift. A lot of her um, music and themes of her music have have been propelled with relationship drama, and 
I just find it kind of funny and on the nose that they fabricated a relationship with, with the Kelsey brother who was single. When the Kelsey brothers are the ones they want to shove down our throats with their mother and their family in general. So they know they wanted to court Taylor Swift. So they're fabricating a fucking relationship drama to feed into her brand too. And now they're I mean, chur- they're churching up. But Kelsey. why does her brand need it? She's the richest person alive. Why does I don't her know, brand because need it? Because she's that's what what, or what does she I have in front? That's that's what I'm, that's my only thing about that theory. Because you think Taylor, that it's Taylor not a fake relationship? I you think this is authentic? No, I do. You're uh, crazy. I, I, but if you want to talk about conspiracy theories, did you see the one? That's not did a conspiracy the theory. It's on the nose, dude. It's so I mean, it's obvious. Kind of a conspiracy theory. Well, because because they okay, said but, they're dating, and we saw them touching in one photo one time. Sure, but maybe they're not. But I'm just saying, like that's what we're told, and that's all we know. We it's, it's we have less information to suspect the other part. Right? No, but we have context, which I just laid out. I guess so. I I don't care either way. I'll be if it's fake. That's interesting um, and kind of weird. But here's what I'll say. Oh my Let's God, get I to the violence, the violence stuff, which is obviously very important, and there's been a death uh, amongst a fan due to the violence. Is that where you were pivoting to? Violence in that, but violence in the sport, too. I wasn't going to that. I did hear something about that. That's terrible. Um, but I meant more so like uh, the violence in the sport. We, we, we touched on it at length, especially after Tua last year and stuff. But, you know less than 20 years ago there were segments on sunday like you know on nfl countdown like jacked up and like stuff like that like we were looking for headshots i watched this like this ed reed highlight on instagram and people were like this is the miss the era of football where he like completely just blindsides a dude on a punt return for no reason like for no reason an illegal ass hit and people are saying like this is a man sport and i'm like yeah it is but like also gross like they're like anybody who's saying that this is like bad is, is soft and i can tell the new generation soft and i'm like nah. i think we kind of just grew up as a people and realized that like there are certain parts of the game that are parts of the game and there are certain parts of the game that are unnecessary because we've seen what it can do to people's brains now like we've witnessed it you know what i mean so it's a very like every day we're gonna be we're gonna be fighting to have our cake and eat it too with the violent nature of this sport that's just a fact i love those hits then and i'm hesitant to even like I don't even know how I feel about him now because of what you've said like obviously I love the hard-hitting nature of the league of my youth I don't want to completely remove that from the sport I think injuries are innate and they're gonna happen I do think we should try to limit the amount of head trauma sustained whether that's through rules or technology um and I was obviously joking but we are pivoting more to like a softer league potentially rules gonna I mean we're we're basically trying to use rules to get rid of the kickoff like we're a couple years away from the kickoff being removed probably like there's stuff like that so I don't really know how to feel because one of the biggest draws of the sport is the violence that is the gladiator you cannot take that away right yeah you can't take Um, that away from the sport and have it still be as popular in my opinion well, we can, you know, we can talk all day about conspiracy theories. I still think that, like, <laughs> we live in a world about, we live in a world where the tuck rule happened, and that was, like, 03 or something, and that's, like, one of the worst things I've ever seen, where, like, they took their sweet time to completely fake a call and find something in the rule book to let the Patriots win that game, dude. And you're right. Like, I mean, and so I'm just gross. saying, like, these things do happen. These things do happen, and I don't know what's true and what isn't. I don't know what's human error and what isn't. I like to hope it's human error. 
I like to hope it's human error, but when I see a ref double clutch that flag on Sauce to to seal to take away that interception, I'm I'm grossed out. I, I did not like that. They were letting him play the whole game, and they were letting him play that whole play. Why not throw it when they're both grabbing jerseys? Like, why not throw it then? Well, he was then. I'm cool. He didn't grab his jersey once in that play. And they I don't know about up. that. They he were didn't. shoving on each other a little. Yeah, uh, then Dude, maybe I watched a different play. Sauce's hands were open the whole time. He just like hooked around the back of his his uh, chest plate and like pushed on the back of his neck for like half a second. His fingers were flexed up. He didn't hold him one bit. It could maybe I'm maybe saying, maybe there be were illegal contact. And guess what? Pat went out there and did his little fucking victory lap on an interview where he's like, yeah, basically like. You know, at the end of the day, you can't be grabbing all over somebody's neck 15 yards down the field. And, like, honestly, I rolled out. And as soon as I saw Sauce doing that, I just threw it up for my guy because I knew it was going to be a penalty anyway. Like, okay, (laughs) go take your victory lap. Go take your victory lap. Guess what? If this shit keeps happening, the guy that flew past him at 70 miles an hour trying to strip the ball and didn't hit him, that guy's going to light him up next time and take 15 yards. Like, that's exactly what's going to happen if this shit keeps happening. So... Uh, do what you will, but the defenses are going to get frustrated if they're going to get fucked like this because the Jets' defense is pissed. Robert Sala is pissed about that call, and they should yeah, be. They played a hard him. game in prime time with everything against them. Nobody wanted the Jets to win that from a national media perspective. That's all I'm saying. Finishing out, the Seahawks beat the Giants, and this is a very, very bad like look for the Giants right now, dude. I mean, Pete's out there like running laps at like 80 plus years old in his Nike Monarchs. And you've got Dable flustered on the sideline throwing Double fist bumping Drew Locke. He's like, you ready, big champ? Dude, throwing a Windows tablets on the bench in disgust looking at Daniel Jones because Jones is throwing pick, 100 yard pick sixes to Devin Witherspoon, getting sacked twice by Devin Witherspoon, getting sacked 11 times overall, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 12. Like, dude, it was rough. At man. a certain Holding point, the forever. they were. It wasn't even all Daniel Jones. That offensive line is is hobbled with injuries, and some of them are just not very good. And Dable should have pulled him, dude. There were like three straight drives at the end of the game where he was just getting teed off on, and it was quite obvious. I saw, I saw Jones chirp at Dable early on when Dable ran on like third and fucking. No, long. I don't think that was like, him chirping at Dable. I don't think Dable was calling the plays. I think he was like. He didn't call. I thought he was. I think he was talking about the offensive coordinator potentially in the booth. But I get where you're coming right. from. He may may have. I I guess it depends because I don't know if Dable was calling the play or not. You would be the Bella de Ball in prison. In prison, you are someone's bitch. <laughs> It's not a good look for the Giants, man. They're in a bad spot, especially the low-hanging fruit. Everyone's saying uh, you just paid the guy 160 million guaranteed, and he's, he's lost out there, man. Rough, lost, lost out there. Luke, it's been a whirlwind. Let's get to our picks Poor for the sob. week. Sad sob. Sob. Thursday right, night prime time. I'm up four picks on the jersey bet. It might be a Caleb Williams jersey. It might be a Marvin Harrison jersey if I win. We'll we, see. We may get number I don't know one, why, number two. I don't know why I'd get a Bears jersey, but. You think you're cute because you have a mushroom shirt on and you're looking a little bit alternative today and you're finally growing back your mustache? You think that makes you cute? Uh, it'll be gone soon. I'm dressing up as Buzz Lightyear for the Oogie Boogie Bash. Buzz, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. All right. In primetime tomorrow night, Chicago at Washington Commanders. You are doing the first pick this week. Washington Commanders, please. I also I have Washington. Suck. I cannot pick the Bears. 
in good conscience in any game because they are the they are objectively the worst team in the NFL, and they have they're going to fire their head coach if they have any sense. So I can't do it. You know, I got to give a little bit more credit to Justin last week. He, he until the fourth quarter, he looked fucking phenomenal. I will say that he was barely missing, like barely missing. He set he, the, he go like sixteen. He for 16 set the at franchise record for sixteen straight completions, and his only incompletion in the half was a hail mary attempt. At one point, he was twenty four for twenty five, if I'm not mistaken. Ugh. Which and he Beautiful. was elevating. All right, Jacksonville at Buffalo. Buffalo. The Bills are funky and mean, but I hope Josh doesn't get complacent and start tossing the ball up. I'm going to take Buffalo as well, coming off a huge win like that, and Jacksonville hasn't been playing as well as I would have thought this year. Houston at Atlanta. That is a toughie because Atlanta's playing good, kind of, but Ritter sucks. I'm a Stroud boy. I stand CJ Stroud. So I'm going Houston. I hesitated on this one. I'm taking Houston as well, mostly based off of um, how their performances went respectively last week. One thing we forgot to mention about Ritter was, uh, dude, Hodges, I, I think his name is, the receiver, he he tried Ritter tried to dap him up on the bench, and he, like, stood up <laughs> over him. It was you, aggressive. Did you see how fast Ritter pulled his hand back? Yeah, dude, it was scary. Because like, oh, that guy looks like Liver King. That guy's fucking jacked. All that right. was scary, man. Carol- Imagine just your your team being that out on you. No, not good. No, I'd be scared. Carolina at Detroit. Detroit. Not even a question. Detroit at home. Yeah. Especially with how that offensive line is protecting Bryce Young and their play calling. Oh, my God. He's going to get mauled. Hutchinson might get Dude, 13 sacks. Dude, Hutchinson's going to eat him. And then he's going to go, yeah. with, like, the one eye, eye paint. Blonde-ass yeah. beard. I thought it was so cute that Desmond Howard had comments to say about Ryan Day and stuff for, for calling out Lou Holtz, which first off, mm-hmm. Ryan Day shouldn't have called out a very old Lou Holtz, okay? He shouldn't have. Why is that the first thing on your mind? We, we own your fucking head coach's head. Right. Free, man. But Desmond Howard has no fucking room to talk about anything. He's, he's a, one of the worst announcers, and he made fun of CJ Stroud to his face at the Heisman ceremony. What? You don't remember that? So Aiden no. Hutchinson was up there, and they were talking to Hutchinson, and Hutchinson says something like, yeah, one of the goals was like beating Ohio State, and then he kind of did like a little chuckle look over his shoulder because C.J. Stroud was there. And uh, then somebody said like, oh, it's a good thing there's another guy in between you two, right? Like, Because there was like another uh, candidate in between Stroud and Hutchinson, and then Desmond Howard's like, yeah, probably doing a much better job than his offensive line. Like, dude, Desmond, get the fuck out of here with that. You have no room to talk. You pick He's a Michigan boy. You pick Michigan to chirping. no end. Your analysis sucks. You're a homer, and you take every pop shot you can at Ohio State. Dude, he takes pop shots like none other, dude. I use He takes pop shots. I don't like him. Packer. Indy, all right. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Derrick Henry out there throwing touchdown passes. Um, Tennessee whiskey. I'm going to go with Richardson. I'm going to go with Tennessee in this one. I think that defensive line's scary, and they beat the shit out of the Bengals. All right, Papa, Papa needs Richardson to come through for me. New York Giants at Miami Dolphins. Is this even a question? No, it's not. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the Dolphins, dude. And honestly... They might retire <laughs> Daniel Jones. 
I got the Dolphins in this one as well. I can't in good conscience pick a team that had that bad of an offensive showing where their head coach and their quarterback were at odds. All right, this is one I'm having a lot of trouble with in general. New Orleans at New England. Oh, my God, that does suck. Um, At New England. Is Carr playing? I think so. But he kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll take I'll take New Orleans. Isn't Kamara back? Yes, I'll take New Orleans. I took New Orleans in this one as well, um, but this was probably the hardest pick for me this week because I don't think New England. I don't think Mac Jones is doing well, but it's hard to pick against New England at home. Um, but I could also see this one being like a boo fest in Foxborough if Mac Jones even goes out there and starts, which he probably will but I could see him going to a backup pretty quick. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Um, Baltimore. Yeah, I have made a conscious decision to stop picking against Baltimore because they are doing well. <laughs> and I've been it's hard tr- to pick against Lamar for me. I've been like trying to like take shots with the Steelers, and they're still really iffy right now. So I'm taking Baltimore as well. Philadelphia Eagles at the LA Rams. Eagles. I almost picked the Rams in this one, but the Rams are playing good football. They are, and they're gonna get cut back soon. I don't think in this game, but that I mean the the Eagles are just loaded, and like I said, they're a quiet four and zero. So I'm gonna take. Can Philly. I talk about? Can I talk about how sick it is that Ben Skaronic is a captain on the Rams? That's you know what, that? Yeah. Talk about That's it. That's fucking dope, dude. Like Vince Gronick was a Notre Dame boy. He came in. I mean, he's a wide receiver, and they came in and just kind of did whatever the Rams needed. I watched him playing fucking fullback and shit. He was like just a plugging in, like playing. a U back, like a tight end hybrid type. If Sean McVay makes you a captain of the fucking Rams, dude, that's a. I mean, uh, that's a Super Bowl champion coach, an offense entrusted to a Hall of Famer and Stafford. That's just a cool thing, man. That's that's like that reminds me of Thielen, where you just do whatever you need to do and grind. Obviously, from a bigger stage than Thielen because he was at Notre Dame, but um, just grinding it out, it's beautiful. It's really cool. Cincinnati at Arizona. Did you just shoot me a look? No. You sure? No, I shot a, a groan about how bad Cincinnati is, but do I want to pick Arizona? I'm just fucking with you. Um, this is really hard. Uh, oh, shit. I'm going to pick Cincinnati. I took Cincinnati as well, but I could see them also having another stinker performance if Joe's out there on one They're lucky. leg. They're lucky it's Arizona. You, you if, got off light. If it wasn't one of the bottom five teams in the league, I would probably yeah. take the, the opponent to the Bengals. I have the Bengals, and Luke has the Bengals. All right, New York Jets at Denver. Jets. J-E-T-S. Are we going to see a new villain arc for Zach Wilson without the headband where he comes out there and just starts slinging it? You know, it's it's so funny. I saw that post and I was like, oh my God, I knew he looked different. And I could not point out for the life of me what it was. Uh, like I was just realizing, like, why does he look so different and weird when I, I was felt, watching the game on Sunday? I felt very good for him because he's been just absolutely beat to shit by the media. The I've, mental toughness you have to have to take all this on the chin, as like, and he and it isn't just this year. Like he's no. been getting beat to shit for a minute. He has the temple on his side, though. We can't we can't count that out. That's a good point. Kansas City at Minnesota. 
You fool. I'm taking Kansas City, and I'm not even thinking about it. Dude, especially because I think Taylor Swift will probably be there again. You think they're going to let fucking Kirk Cousins win that game? No. Kirk Cousins is married. Can't hook up Kirk Cousins with anyone. The media loved him in the offseason. They're like, yeah, thanks, Netflix. Oh, this sucks. I hate doing this. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I hate it. Oh, God damn it. I hate it. It doesn't feel good. No. And, you know, on any given Sunday, uh, any NFL team can win, and that's just true. The Vikings would have to play to the best of their ability to, to beat the Chiefs. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but the odds are like, I think I looked, it's like 70-20. I don't even think that the Chiefs are playing all that great respective to how they have been playing the last few years. I think outside of putting it to the Bears, who are super bad on defense, they haven't looked very great. I still have them over the Vikings. It's hard, and I hate it, but yeah, I got I got the Chiefs. And I hope you bring, I've said it enough. I'm not saying it again. I hope you bring the house every play. All right, Dallas at San Francisco, which looks like a very promising primetime game. It does. I'm going to San Francisco. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, they're very good. And uh, that's only because I was all of Dallas's ass, and then watched them play like Jekyll and Hyde uh, right after I said that. So. San Francisco just doesn't lose. They just don't lose. Top to bottom, they're fantastic. I mean, dude, by the way, we both did really pretty solid on picks last week. I had 12, you had 11. We're pretty good consistently. Like, we've had a good year this year. You're just beating me. I fucking... I gambled on two that I both had last week. You almost flipped it to have one up. I've hit double digits every week, which is... I've never done that coming out four weeks in a row. And you've had nine or double digits every week. So we've been like, it. we've done pretty well. There's like usually, I think, 16 games a week. So that's pretty good performance. All right. The final game, which is not as promising for a Monday night primetime. Green Bay Packers visiting Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, it's annoying because like the, the brand value when you say those names is actually very hot for a primetime game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in Vegas, which is nice. I'll be enjoying myself because it's the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Jordan Love, and oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that because I already said it. I'm gonna pick the Packers, but I think they're gonna get he's gonna get blown up by Max Crosby. I think that the Green Bay Packers are gonna beat him potentially handily. I think that this Raiders team looks really they took bad. The Chargers, they took the Chargers to the ropes <sighs> just now, and they were tearing Herbert up. Yeah, they look bad on offense. That they are, but Jordan Love didn't get cooked until the second half. And if they dig a hole, because the de- I, look, I'm, I, are, I picked, the, I already the, picked, I picked the Packers. Bay. Me too. But I'm just saying, I regretted it as soon as I, I said had it because Green I actually Bay. think I'm not going to change it when you when you say no, something. Same. I'm, I'm I already not a said it. Cheater. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. We only split. I one. can see myself being wrong on this one. Yeah, I mean, you have a good point with how they played against the Chargers, and also. Like, I hate to bury your Notre Dame players for their lack of good culture, but Tillery, former uh, former Irish, former Charger, absolutely dirty hit, shot right on fucking Herbert on the sideline, and all of Chris. the Chargers bench emptied to attack him. You see the, like, there was fights about every five minutes, it felt like, on Monday night, too. Yeah. The Seahawks, like, uh, Gino got kind of, like, uh, horse collared and rolled yeah. up on his ankles out of bounds and he was like he was he got a fucking personal foul on him like for for chanting like chatting with somebody after he got back dude drew Locke had to come out there and put on for his city he looked good he looked good 
Yeah, he was throwing up. He was flashing signs, which I was very surprised. No, not this time. Luke. <laughs> he we, looked different. We only split in one game this week. We've been picking pretty consistently. And my question for you is, do you have anything to say about Aaron Rodgers' comments about Travis Kelsey being a spokesperson for Pfizer? Because you Mr. Pfizer. are a huge huge roger supporter all of a sudden and he's continued to show his his true colors and he's continued to be smug and smarmy even when it's not warranted even when he went out there and absolutely got his fucking calf muscle exploded and then still acts high and mighty and still is making fucking comments as if a million people didn't die in a pandemic it's not. Mm, it's not. Gr- it's not even funny, dude. Because we know what the context is. With like, it'd be one thing if it was a one-off, but we know he's an anti-vaxer, and we know what he did during the pandemic. Yeah, I feel. I feel grossed out by it. Um, I. I feel bamboozled. I. This happens to me sometimes. I. I think I. I think I'm drawn to the popular kid. Sometimes I think I like a. I think I like you weren't bullied. You were popular I, enough. Yeah. Why? I I don't know. I you know I, that I don't know. I, I probably, just like movie stars. I probably I bullied like a fake, you more than anyone. That's fair. I like um, I I I root for winners. I don't know. I like stuff like that. So Aaron Rodgers, the well, why idea. Why are you rooting for Aaron? I was then? like, the, I was back in not, on him because I had of not forgotten. winning and just padding his stats and acting because like a, a like a god, like a narcissist. I had forgotten, and then he had cl- he had cloaked himself in the in the coat of the righteous this off season, and the NFL and HBO and everybody made me remember. I'm like, oh, this guy's fine. What did he even do? And then he says something like that, and I'm like, oh, don't be weird. That that's crazy. And like you know. I'm probably Orwellian in his <laughs> eyes for thinking that that people should, you know, maybe just like get a vaccine to help your fellow neighbor, whatever. Uh, if I, I don't know, uh, but it grossed me out. I, you know, my quarterback didn't get the vaccine, was a quote unquote anti-vaxer. He he's not so personally triggered that he has to bring it up still. No. Like in 2023, he's not so personally like offended. It's just weird. It reeks of like. I don't know. He might have just been goofing off a blinker or like off his pain meds from his his cat Here's his rehab the thing. because dude, Roger says he's coming back this season. That's what I don't care. I'll watch him get hurt again. He is a no he is a non-factor right now. But he's still making it about himself. He's still going and doing his little fucking Pat McAfee circle jerk Tuesdays where they all just What have I done? Dude, like he's the same guy. What have I done? Here's the thing. A lot of people were like, ha ha, you're so offended when he's literally just joking. He was. It was a very one-off joke that shouldn't have too much weight in it. However, we know how he handled the very heavy pandemic and what the what this like circumstances of that joke underpin. Like, it is bigger than just a little one-off comment. He's getting paid by the Johnson and Johnson fortune. He's taking money from Big Pharma. And you can't even um like you can't even make the excuse that it's like well you know Travis is in that commercial because Travis Kelsey's in like thirty six different commercials yep. for thirty six different brands yep. so that's the one he chose um maybe maybe he went after him because the spotlight's not on him and and Aaron really liked the spotlight being back on him I feel bad I really liked the spotlight being on him too I liked him as a Packer up until some drama recently and I was out on him and I got pulled back in because I love a good story and I'm just a tabloid 
bitch. I'm just a fucking rom drum <laughs> watcher. I'm watching Smallville and just feeling all like high school romancy. Somebody say. Yeah, and I was just into it. I was like, look at this, look at this, this hero coaching up the Jets. He's got, he's got it. It felt good. It all felt. I'm wrong. You're right. I'm <laughs> dumb. You're smart. No, um, I'm. N- you're back very to attractive. Back I'm winner. not very good looking. Back to back winner of the jersey bet. Keep that in mind. Um. Okay. Well, so Aaron Rodgers uh, hates Mr. Pfizer. Mr. Pfizer is dating Taylor Swift. The other conspiracy theory is that Taylor Swift went to the Jets game as a as a like it's like an SEO thing for Mar- like for like social media so where yep. people google Taylor Swift her jet, jet and want to show her like private jet emissions that was like the one thing she was being like canceled for or whatever that would be I don't genius. know if that's true it is genius but also sick I don't know uh, what, but then what why would she want? go to the bears one is what do you people she, want did she trophy hunt a bear in the past or something what do you people want I don't know I saw somebody that said her next boyfriend's gonna be somebody named Carbo Nemissions <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else to say? Look, I got plenty to say, man. I just don't want to get censored. I'm just kidding. Hey, man, I got plenty for, to say. You just fucking got a big lipper in like your Dan Campbell. For NFL Mayo, I'm back and I've been Aiden. Uh, I've been Luke. Glad to have you back, buddy. I'm going nowhere. You're going nowhere. I got you for playtime. Are we aware that a new Spidey's coming out soon? An Assassin's Creed game it comes out this Friday. Uh, it's going to be in the mail tomorrow. There's pre-ordered Super Mario, Mario Wonder. Super Mario Wonder on October mm-hmm. 20th. There's mm-hmm. a lot of good video games coming out. And, you know, it would really suck if you weren't playing them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there's a lot of good. Like, I need to. I have, like, some creative work I want to get done by the 20th because I want to just get, get all up in Spider-Man and Mario. It's a good time to be alive. So I hope I don't let's die. Let's get out of here. I right, secured my pre-order of the transparent analog pocket. I got an orange oh, one. Oh, sick. Very nice. I just wanted to put that out there for the record. All right. We love you all. Nice. We have another week of football that starts again tomorrow. Bum, bum, the bum, Bears bum. are in prime time. So right, I can't wait for Ryan Fitzpatrick to make fun of the Bears. Bro, you better be lucky. You better be fucking calling up Ryan Fitzpatrick.